Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Not me, that is for sure. So get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. I just used the coconut oil and vitamin E shower cream, and I seriously forgot I was in my own bathroom. It smelled like a spa. Plus, it's allergen-free, so it's gentle for your skin, and it worked in as little as three minutes, so no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasted days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What You Really Miss Podcast. <gasps> Kevin, do you know what time it is? Happy anniversary, Jenna. <laughs> happy podcast anniversary, Kevin. This is <sighs> one year. And happy anniversary to you all who have joined us and have been listening for one whole year. Woo! Wow. One oh, year. How has that happened? It's gone by it very quickly. Too fast. I mean, best. we're already on season three. I don't understand how. <laughs> I, I don't Rolling get it. through. Time is a construct. It is. <laughs> um, well, happy anniversary to you all. We really appreciate you all listening and, and being with us for this whole year as we learn, evolve, and remember. <laughs> I mean, really, you know, from here on out, it's really remembering. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta Racking say, our brains. I feel like in a way we're just starting mm-hmm. because season one and season two, we have have watched so many times. We remember those things really, really well. Where I feel like starting now in season three, and after this first year of the podcast, I'm so excited, even more excited to genuinely to watch these episodes because I 
have sort of general memories. And now watching these first two episodes so far, I'm almost watching them for the first time. And then all of these new memories are flooding back to me. And it's, it's Very great. exciting. Yeah. I love it. And in some ways, like watching the episodes, I, I do remember more than I think I remember. I just need the, the memory jog. Yeah. And they are more recent in some ways. So this is, this is very exciting. Like even next week's episode, Asian F, I was like, oh my God, it's already here. Do you think what happened was, because season one and season two, we keep saying that we remember more and it was further away in time from now, that at some point your brain is just like, this is more of the same. Your days of like shooting are sort of the same. So we're just going to like compartmentalize and totally. put all of this stuff <laughs> over here so you can just make it through the day. <laughs> because I am like watching this. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yes. And I have all of these memories of like, for example, for this episode of sitting at that table right. with Dot and Jema for the auditions and it all came flooding back. There's just too many memories, I think. Yeah. There are so many damn memories from every day because every day was so was similar but different that like sometimes it felt exactly the same and sometimes it was like so distinctive in yeah. my mind. And every day was so long. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way really, really any human long. can remember all of these things. No, it was really, really long. I don't even know how we made it through those days, to be honest, because I can barely make it through the day. <laughs> I do feel really lucky, though, because I don't think many people, you know, have something like this to be able to look back on to jog all those memories. Right. 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 This is this is encapsulated in time for the rest of our lives forever. For better or worse. Right. Exactly. Yes. It's our yearbook. Look at my my pudgy face. (laughs) I look at my spelt face. I'm like, I was like, oh, my God, we ate a lot of chilly that day um <laughs> oh wait so okay exciting thing that i like to talk uh, that I, I don't think we've ever talked about is we've talked about how crap are like crap craft service which whatever um but there was always second snack <gasps> second meal or second meal which was like a breakfast it was a brunch it was between when they put out breakfast and when lunch when we break for oh lunch. you mean you mean that okay Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like a second meal snack. I don't even remember what we called it. It was a snack. Yeah. And sometimes second meal is a separate they thing. St- they would put stuff out and craft on, you know, and crafty on the tables. But sometimes it would be like the chili cart. <gasps> and they'd have yes. chili. And then they'd dump it in cups for us. And then there would be like toppings. And you could top with cheese and sour cream and hot sauce. And I loved chili days. <laughs> I loved I Chili Days. completely forgot about that. <laughs> I really looked forward to that. Sometimes they had grilled <laughs> cheese and tomato soup. Oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, and some days it was like a total surprise. So I really, uh, and that was fun. That was really, really fun. And then sometimes they'd come around and you're like, oh, I can hear the cart coming. And it was, a, <laughs> it was just vegetables. <laughs> With some ranch. <laughs> some ranch. But Jenna would be like, mm, and be digging in. I'm like, what is this? Just hungry. Where's the I chili? Snacks. Get yeah. me through. You're a snacker. Yeah, I am a snacker. Not so much anymore, but I was on set. Uh, you just can't help yourself. What else are you going to do? No, I eat all the time on set. Um, there are no rules on set. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is season three. This is episode two. 
And this is called I Am Unicorn. It aired on September 27, 2011. The number one song was still Moves Like Jagger. Number one movie was still Lion King in 3D, which wow. is wild. Um, some news, some Glee news. Outside of the episode airing, it was pretty quiet on the Glee news. But September 27th was Gwyneth Paltrow's birthday. Oh, so, my goodness. GP. Happy, happy belated very belated <laughs> birthday to GP. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's designed for lingering freshness so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. 
After two and a half years. He was cheating mm -hmm. while you were pregnant. Were pregnant. Yeah. About 13 women? More. Like if I would have stayed married to Max, I think he would have cheated forever. Mm -hmm. it, it, was, it, was, it was just a toxic relationship. Michael Cawson returns to Wind Down with Jana Kramer. Wind Down with Jana Kramer and Michael Cawson. You don't want to miss this three-part reunion on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, first of all, this this episode was um, directed by the one and only Brad Falchuk. Be foul. But there were not that many songs. There weren't that many songs, but the songs that were in it were long. Right. That's you, a good point. You got almost full songs. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which never happens. We didn't get those TV edits. They had, they had time. We had time. Um, and, you know, I'm a sucker for an audition. So I loved watching the full songs back to back. Mm. Okay. So the songs that we did get for mm. the West Side Story auditions were Somewhere from West Side Story. I'm the Greatest Star from Funny Girl. And Something's Coming from West Side Story. No group numbers. Nope. But sort of unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> we now know the trouble tones are coming. Oh, so exciting. So that music is coming. That seed has been planted. I can't wait. And we get uh we get Adina Menzel back. I almost said Adele Dazim. Do you think she hates that? I don't know. I feel like Adina's like, you know what? Like, speak my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know Adina's what I mean? It's so easygoing. I think she's like, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But that will forever haunt her <laughs> in some ways. Um, yeah. So we got we got the amazing Adina back and she's going to lead us to our favorite, the Trouble Tones. <sighs> Which was... I didn't remember how the Trouble Tunes Trouble Tunes started. Me neither. So, I just knew that they existed. Yeah, in my head, it's like they just appear. Right, <laughs> right. As like another competition, but within the school. Um, something else about Shelby Corcoran. So her last episode was season one finale. Yeah, and Rachel asks Shelby to come teach at McKinley, and she declines. Well, well, well. Well. Well, look how the turns table. We also have a surprise. Blaine is also a junior like Tina and Artie. Who surprise. knew? Wow. Which it was established that he was a senior in Silly Love Songs, so they took it back. <laughs> <laughs> he was a senior at Dalton, but a junior at McKinley. <laughs> they take it back. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, And... We've got, well, and also while talking to Bert, Kurt mentions Kate Hudson, Meta, yes. who appears later as Cassandra July, as Rachel Sands Theater teacher at Yada. Do we do that every season? We're always just sort of forecasting who's coming on. We're like first season, we talk about John Stamos. Yes. yes. Ryan's just manifesting in his own way. <laughs> yeah. Also, a little fun fact the clown pig picture that Puck gives Beth um, Brad Falchuk and Diana drew it and Brad tweeted it 
back in 2011. That's funny. So, seems accurate. Seems right. Yeah, totally. 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 So there's a lot happening in this episode, per usual. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of different storylines. Um, Shelby Corcoran returns to McKinley. Will initiates a booty camp for some of the Glee Club members. West Side Story auditions start. And Sue continues working on her congressional campaign. And with Shelby back in town, Quinn faces her life choices. Mm. There's a lot that happens and not a lot that happens with Tina. (laughs) (laughs) Tina's not in this episode. I was actually, I was like, am I in this episode? You were throwing some looks. I was. I always throw some looks because I usually didn't have a ton to say. You and I I are using our eyes. There's also um, when when Brittany in the beginning, which is one of the best lines of the episode, I think, when she talks about Will I Am being president and the choir, the the classroom laughs. Yes. I hear your laugh. Me too. They pulled a laugh track from the episode later, and they pulled it up audio to play during that classroom scene. Because I heard my laugh. I'm like, I'm not in that classroom. Why is my... Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Fun fact. I was like, that's definitely Kevin's, like, real laugh. Yeah. And they pulled it up from either another episode or some kind of choir room scene where we're all laughing. But you do laugh really loud a couple of times in this episode. I do. And so I think maybe they pulled it from later on. Good catch, Jenna, because I also clocked up. I was like, no, I, it's probably not me. I'm just narcissistic. It was absolutely you. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> it's the cackle, the loudest cackle <laughs> you'll hear. Ugh, it's so bad. I hate it. No, I love that laugh. Because you know when we get you to laugh like that, we really made you laugh. <laughs> yeah, I can't That's help it. That just comes like, out. I did it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> It's the win. <laughs> it does happen. Yeah, it does happen later in the episode when yes. I'm with Dot and yes. Jema. Yes. Okay. It's real. Anyway, just wanted to pop that in there. So, okay. yes. big things happening. Shu wants to focus on nationals this year. He's very serious. He's talking about how vocal adrenaline doesn't have a coach. And so, they're weak. They're vulnerable. And because of that, he is committing himself strictly to the glee club so he cannot direct the school musical and so he sets up this booty camp that's going to be after school that's not optional for some of the glee club members again mm-hmm. i guess that reinforces that glee clubs during school hours mm-hmm. um but because he can't direct the musical and rachel has a lot of funny lines here uh will brings in emma and coach Bees. To help with the musical. And then enlists Artie to help, who is at first, you know, resistant and then accepts. And I personally was very excited for that storyline because I got to work with Dot and Jema for a week straight every day. Is this your first, is this your directorial debut in the show as Artie? Um, Artie directed Run, Joey, Run. And he directed oh, right. Vogue. Okay, this so it's is not. His, okay. This is his theater directing debut. Got his it. stage directing debut. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, I want to talk about that whole thing with Dot and Jema, which you didn't really spend a lot of time with them. None of us did spend a ton of yeah. time with them before. Maybe Jema mo- more. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Okay, just hold on to those thoughts. Okay. 
We'll come back to that. So, you know, the extension (laughs) of this is that the auditions within the Glee Club, Kurt wants to audition for Tony. Mm -hmm. And obviously Rachel is auditioning for Maria. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty pretty much in the back. Um, And Blaine who is now part of New Directions and at, at McKinley High, who is the right fit for Tony, um, yes. is not going to audition because he realizes how important it is to Kurt. That was and a smart boyfriend move. It is a really nice move. We also like that, we, you know, we, we need to start to love Blaine as a McKinley member. So this is actually like a really smart writing yeah. as well. Um, and... Uh, and then who else is auditioning? Oh, well, Rachel obviously auditions. We'll get to that. Um, Kurt auditions twice. <laughs> right. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Now, and then Blaine obviously sing, sings Something's Coming, which, you know, we'll get to as well. You got to watch all these auditions as well. I did. What? Tell me about all of this. Um. It was very weird being on the other side, mm. even though it's just, a, you know, I'm the same character and the same show. I really <laughs> felt like I was on the other side of the table. <laughs> like I got to be Matt Morrison for a little bit. Yeah. We're like, you don't have to learn these numbers. Oh There's no God. rehearsal for you. All you oh got to do is just sit there and enjoy. Wow. And what a joy it was. <laughs> I mean, watching Chris climb that scaffolding. And do all his thing, his sword twirling, all of that. All the things like we know that he does and is capable of doing, getting to watch that mm-hmm. was so good. I have to say the best thing to watch was, <laughs> was Chris and Leah doing that. Scene. Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, <laughs> Leah, didn't, Leah did not mess up those words once. And I, can't, I remember not. watching it and I was like, oh, she didn't mess up once. Of course she did not. And Do you expect anything less from her? It was so impressive because uh, that would do my brain in. <laughs> and it was... I am a contemporary. Get it. Yeah. I, that's, wow. a, that's one of those memories that was completely, I you know, had forgotten about. Mm. And dying laughing. <laughs> it was, they were so funny. Like... Chris dropping his voice down low like this and like it's didn't really so have much makeup on, had a little facial hair oh and God. unto, unto thee and we can, <laughs> whatever it was. And Jama and Dot and I were genuinely losing our minds. It's very funny. I mean, the, the costumes alone were very funny. And also just great. Like I didn't get to watch, I would have enjoyed, I would have liked to watch Adina and Leah do that. that full number because you only see us right at the end. So we only really right. Right. were there for the very end of that. Oh, yeah. They were singing. Oh, singing. Also, like what? let's go back to Kurt for a second because Chris gave the number of his life. And um, I didn't know he could climb like that. I forgot. But also, Agile. so those, those side swords, he would do that backstage. Backstage. Oh, my God. Where are we? Um, in his trailer. Like offset, like everywhere. 
he used to do them all the time. So that was something that was a Chris thing that they incorporated. And it totally worked. Yeah. It was really cool and very, very not like Tony-like, but I, I can mm-hmm. see where they were going with it. Mm-hmm. Gave it a masculine touch. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's very good at that. <laughs> he's very good at that. I mean, it was just, you're seeing everybody sort of do like what they're really good at. Darren's mm-hmm. obviously like oh my God. Um, yeah. a musical theater beast. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, and you have that full, <laughs> that full band and orchestra up there doing all these numbers. So it just looked beautiful. I, it was, I had the time of my life. Because Jema and Dot <laughs> just we, got to like riff. Oh, we were acting a fool, Jenna. <laughs> Jema, <laughs> like Jema and Dot, could just be so like brutal to mm-hmm. it. like the comedy is very dry mm. and like harsh and mm-hmm. s- hilarious. And so I think I also think there was a line at the start of one of those scenes, and I giggle. And I think Jema was ad libbing. At the start. And like all of these things made it in. I think because Brad was directing. So he would just like. Let us do it. He knows what everybody's capable of. Right. Right. So yeah. Coming in and out of some of those scenes. There were total ad libs. And. Oh my God. My. I remember at the end of each day. Distinctly remember my. Cheeks hurting. From (laughs) smiling so much. Did you. Were you guys. Was that like. One or two days. Or was that like the whole episode that you guys were together shooting. Um, it was a lot. It because mm-hmm. it was several days. I think it was mm-hmm. probably three or four days. Well, because those musical numbers, right? In theory, like take like a a day, right? So you have to be there for all of them. I guess. Yeah, and then we had some of the office. We had that scene in right. the office where we're debating, which was also hilarious. Oh they were just like so. In, you were like in the judges' room. Like yes. you got to do like your thing with like like that. That's which cool. was so fun. I was watching myself too. I'm like I'm acting differently. <laughs> like I'm so much more casual. The speed is different because uh, they're like, yeah, comedic. Jama is a comedic genius. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think people realize it. like her timing is out of this world. Mm. And so getting to like, you know, when you're in the Glee Club, that's a different timing. When you're a teacher, I think that's a different timing. Everybody has um, these different rhythms. And mm. so I felt like I was just sort of trying to adapt and keep up with them. And it was ugh, at the time of my life. I didn't want it to end. I we also because you the show. Yeah. And because you're up there on the stage, I mean up there in the seats in the auditorium, you don't need to leave between setup changes and all that. Right. So we would just stay there you're because you're out. like what why are we going to go down these steps to go sit somewhere else? Like we'll just stay yeah. out, out here. Well, you get up to go sit, right? Yeah, and so Essential. we just stayed there all day and hung out with each other. That's cool. It was That's, great. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yeah, you I should I had a little be. bit of time with that, but I didn't get like kind of like peanut gallery type time, you know, on the show at least. Yeah. You know what's also nice about them? It wasn't like we were sitting up there talking shit either. No, I bet not. No. They're both I, like really nice people. Yeah. because Other we, than you, they're both really nice people. Yeah. I was the odd man. <laughs> if we were all there, we'd be talking so much shit. Oh, uh, so much snack. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like funny and nice. I'm like, ugh. Right. God. They're not like us. What do you remember from this episode? Okay, well, I wasn't in most of it. I <laughs> I think I was in one scene. One scene. Were you like physically were you actually only in one scene? I think so. 
that choir room scene? Because you're also not in the boot camp. The only reason that I remember one-off scenes like that is because of what I was wearing. Fair. You need something to like bring you to the place. Yes. It takes me back to like the moment in time. Sometimes it takes me back to the season because of like Tina's, you know, drastic mm-hmm. changes in her, in her wardrobe. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't do a lot. And I don't remember ever seeing any of these, like watching and shooting. You guys shoot any of these either. So like I yeah. was off somewhere doing something. I'm sure it was Glee related. I'm sure there was rehearsal for the next episode because, well, maybe not, but because Harry and I have like, Harry has a big storyline next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he had some stuff that I had to like, he had a lot of dancing stuff that him and Zach worked out that I had to like kind of come in and sit in on. Yeah. So there's that, but that was it. Like, I mean, I really don't have a ton of memories. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, let me cash that check. Chilling. Literally. <laughs> Like, but let's put Teen in so that we make sure that we pay her, <laughs> so she earns her keep for at least one episode, one one scene. Uh, talking about your wardrobe, something we haven't talked about is how the fittings would happen throughout the season. Right. So Lou or Jen or any of Lou's amazing or any of our like amazing wardrobe people, they would shop. They would shop at the top of the season. For a lot of looks. Now, those looks only lasted a few episodes because sometimes episodes would have nine days in them. And you can't wear the same outfit in the nine days. Some episodes would be two days and you'd only have to have two. Very rare. Um, And so oftentimes you would have fittings every, I don't know, two months, maybe less. Maybe my memory where they would shop a ton for your character because we had, you know, signature looks and you'd go through uh, 50 to 100 outfits probably, maybe a little bit less. And you'd knock it out quickly. You would just sort of stand there and just change thing after thing. And I I mean, in the shopping... say, we love it, tailor it, or we hate it, send it back. And the shopping trip at the beginning of the season, every single character has minor tweaks every single season just to have some sort of like refresh to their character. Uh, you had the biggest changes, like mm-hmm. the most noticeable changes. And mm-hmm. so once those things were established at the top, then they could. Oh, I see. And then sometimes Shop. you wouldn't, I didn't even have to, because mine sort of, for example, was just like. I saw everything fit for you. You're like, just get it. They started it buying youth larges for my button ups <laughs> and then they didn't have to tailor those. Stop. <laughs> so then like, Stop. you know, once those things are established at the top, then you can sort of, when you have those fittings every, you know, six weeks or so, mm-hmm. they can sort of streamline it and be like, this will work. Or we're just going to throw this in even if we didn't try it on yet. Interesting. Yes, there were some episodes where we, there was no time for fittings like that. Yeah. And so you'd see a dress you had never seen before. And sometimes these amazing seamstresses that they had would come in your trailer before while well, you're getting hair and makeup. You try on, try it on, make sure it fits. If it doesn't, it needed some kind of tailoring. They would take it and fix it while you were rehearsing, while you were doing all of that, and it'd be ready for shooting. So sometimes, a lot of times, it was like that because we were kind of in the grind. Um, but for girls, it was a little bit different. There was a lot of, you know, things on the hanger don't always look good, on, and they think it'll work, and it doesn't. But mm-hmm. generally, like, that's what wardrobe is for, a whole department to decide, okay, this 
look will be for this scene. This look will be for the scene. And then I, I, as an actor would text Lou or one of their, you know, one of the team and say, um, make sure that I'm wearing a longer skirt in this scene because I have to be lifted up or something like that, because that's not really their job. Like they don't know in rehearsal what's happening or, yeah. you know, um, saves so, much so time. I try to, yeah. And I try to help them with that because like, otherwise I'm like, we're holding up the whole room scene for Jenna's shorts or something yeah. like that. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't think we ever talked about that. Like episodes like this where you don't necessarily have a lot, it would be one of those opportunities to squeeze in like a gigantic fitting. Totally. For, that totally, would last you totally. a couple months. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so the other, another thing that's going on in this episode, which I love how this episode started, was that Brittany helps Kurt with his um, president campaign. Um, she thinks he's a unicorn. It's such a sweet <laughs> speech, isn't it? It really is. It really, really is. When a pony gets a, does a good deed, he gets a horn and becomes a unicorn. <laughs> and he poops out cotton candy until he forgets he's magical. And then the horn falls off. And I, I love that. Unicorns, they become zebra. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about, uh, Kurt says, like, that's a scary story. Then I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, little did we know at the time, Chris was about to become a gigantic author himself of stories um and basically Brittany being Brittany you know they they can't really agree on exactly what his campaign's gonna look like and his posters are gonna look like and um Brittany is really leaning into the um the gay 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 of it all and um Kurt thinks we should lean away we should not lean into that Brittany decides to hang the unicorn posters anyway which I really love those unicorn posters. The unicorn and posters and the bulging pink fun sack. And <laughs> which had rainbow flags. There was DVD of burlesque. <laughs> Tinky which Winky. Diana was in. Yes. So mm. that's another point people have talked about. Diana Agron <laughs> exists in the Glee in world. In the world. <laughs> I love <clears throat> it. I love it. Um, and Santana's line also, when, when Kurt's like, I wanted something toned down, she said, this is toned down in the original The Unicorn Was, uh, unicorn was Riding You. The way like, I shouted, <laughs> I shouted, oh my oh, God. it was too good, too good. She had to have one really good one in every episode, oh, that. so there it is, there it is. Um, and, and Kurt and Bert have this really, really nice scene, which always time for Bert. We always want Bert. And it, w- it was also nice to see um, that conversation was great on so many levels to see mm. uh, Kurt address himself in that way. I mean, like, they're not making roles for me. It's not like I can go play this and go play that. It was just a really realistic conversation. Totally. But those conversations always are, aren't they? Yeah, they are. We say that all the time. Huh? Yeah, but it's just always surprising. So surprising when you have scenes like the <laughs> unicorn shit happening. Right. And then. Right. And then you there's have, our drama. Yeah. <laughs> We've got our, our one hour drama in this uh, with Kurt and Bert. It's so nice to watch scenes mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you know they're just going to say the mm-hmm. right things, even though it's going to be messy. Right. Right. But like, yeah. it's going to be truthful. Totally. In a show about high school and there's games being played and there's manipulation happening with some of the teachers and like those two characters are the only two characters that only speak truthful to one another in the entirety of the series. Like, they're just 100% honest. This is true. And it's not disrespectful get- and it's not mean. It's... Right. Well, Finn and, and Carol, too, but... Oh, God. 
the four of them, yeah. my family. Yeah. And you know, I did notice this episode too. I was like, oh, Romy was right. I'm st- because for us, she was in so much more than she actually is. Yes, yes, yes. Like, yes. where is she? I know. She's locked she in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and to wrap up that storyline, Brittany is now going to run for president because of Santana. So cute. They are really cute, but Santana's also like stirring it up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Also, did we clock that uh, Brittany says that she might be a binocorn? <laughs> <laughs> this, there's just so much room for some really, really good lines in this episode because it's about unicorn. <laughs> I, I and I love you. That say anything you want. <laughs> she's you know dropped the mic with the see you at the debate. <laughs> <laughs> Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim cover ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made to be seen very sexy push up bra from the very sexy collection. In on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's designed for lingering freshness so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes and my smooth skin lasts 
days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. There's this whole thing about the baby. The baby comes back because Shelby Corcoran's here. She comes back. I thought we I were thoughts. done. With I this, have so many thoughts with the baby. I thought we were done with the baby, Kevin. No offense to the baby. I love babies, obviously. This storyline feels like it came back from the dead. And not only did it come back from the dead, <laughs> they have the same conversation th- in three different scenes. Mm-hmm. It's the same scene. They're like, we have to give it Nina more. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I want more Quinn. I want more Shelby. Totally. But like, Maybe not about Beth. The same. Right. In the same episode. Right. I was like, yes, we get it. Quinn needs to <sighs> shape up in order to get the baby. Quinn yes, wants- she dyed her hair pink. She's terrible. <laughs> you need to get your shit together. And then Puck's like, I want to be a part of it, but then I need Quinn to be a part of it, so let me tell her to shape up. And then Sue's like, shape up. <laughs> and Sue's enlisting Quinn because that's what Sue does. She needs a liaison. She needs somebody in a mole in the Glee Club that's going to shape shift. <laughs> that ad, they were... I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They're filming that ad for Sue's campaign, mm. right? <laughs> to show how, you know, the arts have ruined this girl. Yeah. And when Quinn goes in to tell off Mr. Shu, the way Mr. Shu yells at her is so terrifying. It's not good. You can't like, do that. You can't do that. You are you are at school <laughs> in your office talking to a student you shouldn't speak to your child like that (laughs) no and it was really really wild yeah it's like what's happening this feels wrong i know it did feel wrong like what is happening it was weird and then she does get her act together right well seemingly she shows up and it's really sweet she shows up to dance rehearsal she's wearing (laughs) heels and a dress (laughs) i miss that old i miss that punk punk rock quit because yeah. I really like that vibe for her. I do too. <laughs> it lasted two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and I get it. Last episode, there was not hardly any Quinn. So we needed a lot more of her. Right. But her now whole campaign to get custody back of Beth. Mm. Ooh, boy. Wild. Soap mm-hmm. opera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah Baby yeah. drama. Also, the whole thing of Rachel being there with Shelby and Will being like, this is going to be hard for you to be back when for Rachel, for Puck, for Quinn, <laughs> you think the adult thing to do would be like, well, let me just step away then because about the kids. But here we are. Um, and also Rachel's also, like mom, like just like her birth, mo- birth mother, just like gla- glazing over it. But it felt a little um, light. The other th- there was another thing with Shelby coming and saying that she's 
Sugar's dad, right, is starting this <laughs> new glee club so that Sugar can be in. And Will's totally fine with it because he's like, the more arts, the better. You're, you're talking about the best show choir <laughs> teacher in the entire country Brave. has just shown up to your school to start another show choir. Yeah, I don't know. Will's all, you, all over You're the not place. worried? You're not worried about that? You should that should be the biggest worry. You have the vocal journaling coach starting a new glee club. Yes. Well we just glossed over that. I I was I was waiting for the response and he's like, Oh, the more arts the better. No. (laughs) Shut it down. Don't shut it down because we never would get the shuttle tones. No, yeah, don't shut it down. We need it. Shut the new direction sound. <laughs> well, we'll see what side story come come to play in the next in throughout the season. I don't actually know how quickly it happens because I don't remember. <laughs> I was also shocked that not all the auditions were done this episode. I know, I know, but this I loved doing the side story. It was really fun. But see, I have I wasn't in it, so I don't have the. Right. See, I have more memories of like when we actually put the show up. Yeah, no idea. Well, and that's the I Am Unicorn. I mean, that's really the gist of the episode. <laughs> it was. It, you know. um, what a funny episode. It was. It was funny and light and uh, I enjoyed it. There were some things that I could have done without, but overall. The yeah. Shelby thing is a little janky. Yes, yes, yes. So West Side Story happens soon. When does it happen? Episode five. We're almost okay. There. That's so soon. <laughs> we're just casting and then just putting it up. Wow, well, I guess that's how it works on Glee. Um, do you want to do some tardy takes? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Cringe moments. And you know, I have to say, and maybe because you were in it, it didn't feel this way. But I felt like laughing at Kurt was actually hurtful. It wasn't like he was in on the joke because he wasn't really laughing. No, it was really mean. Okay, that's what I thought. It was absolutely okay, mean. Okay, so I'm being yeah. that then. Yeah, I agree. That felt... Watching it felt very uncomfortable. Mm. I guess that's what it was supposed to feel like. Got it. Okay. Um, we, so we were yes. supposed to feel that. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, because like, that's just... I mean, that's okay. mean. And like you're making fun of his, like I don't know, femininity. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or that he just operates differently as a male, and like yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Um. Do you? Is that where you're going with? Yeah, I'm going with okay. that. Okay. Let's go to dance move. <gasps> I mean, Finn dancing in booty camp really, when he finally get, really is him doing like that double spin. I saw the double, and I was very impressed. And you see Amber's face in the back when yes. she her reaction was actually genuine. Because I don't know if you... <laughs> I've never seen him the, do that before. No. Uh, that was the one and only time that boy ever did a, a, double. a double spin. Very yeah. good. Very good. Yes. I was I was so tickled by that. It was very enjoyable. Really also, those slow-mo shots of the dancing were insane. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I like booty cap. I like booty cap. Like, why were they dancing to piano? Because you don't perform to piano. Yeah, but you in ballet class, you dance to piano. Yes, but that's not ballet class. They're fine. We do, like, top 40 songs. It's because they couldn't get licensing, Kevin, so they decided to have Brad's. Yeah, I beats. know that. I'm just... 
Um, what is your favorite song in this episode? Oh, ooh, I think I'm gonna have to go with um, somewhere. Wow. Yeah, it was just very good. Okay, I okay. So I'm giving you the other two for performance. I would give you "I'm Greatest Star," and for yes. overall song, I would say "Something's Coming." Wow, you were in a fight. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, oh. Best performance by a prop. Size swords. Size swords. Obviously, for sure. <laughs> oh, the runner-up. All the the Kurt for president. Oh, the unicorns. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, of, the prop department was really on it this episode. Okay, there's a few best lines. I think. Oh man. Brittany's when she's talking to Kurt about the the pony and the, uh, the unicorn and how it gets the horn is really funny, which we said earlier in the episode. There's another one that I really like that um, when Shelby's talking to Quinn about her like rebel <laughs> phase and she's like, "I went with the Regis Philbin tattoo and the Shanette O'Connor haircut." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was very good. Adina was very funny this episode. Yes, I gotta she say. was. She was. <laughs> um, I we've actually talked about my favorite lines. Um, I loved when the class was asked, "What's the capital of Ohio?" and <laughs> Brittany says, "Oh." <laughs> I I I can't get over it. I feel like it's a perfectly written joke. And then Santana talking about. The toned down versions. Um, that in the original version, <laughs> the unicorn was writing unicorn. you. <laughs> um, so good. Yeah, those are the best four. Performance MVP. I would say, I mean, there were a lot of really great performances. This. Yeah. I'm going with Chris. I'm also going with Chris. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, felt, that feels right. You know yeah. a lot to do in that episode. He sure did. It was wild. They were like, let's just give him everything. Oh, no, Jenna. I was thinking about next episode for a second. Fix you. Fix you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, Okay. So, shit we found on TikTok this week. Okay. Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Hannah with two H's at the end on TikTok, post this video, talking about the number of songs I would not know if it wasn't for Glee. See, Glee did introduce music to the younger generation, older music to the younger generation, classics. And then when it comes on, it comes on in public, and you're like, oh yeah, I know this song. <laughs> you're like, why do you, I know this song? <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I know the Glee version. <laughs> Are you ever anywhere in public, and they'll play a song, you're like, I wish this was the Glee version. For sure. Often. Oh. Oh. I thought you were going to say no. Oh, no, definitely. I love Glee versions. Okay, great. It happened to me the other day. I don't know what song it was, but I was like, ah, if only there's this Amber singing this part. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you'll sing the background vocals even though they're not there. Oh, my God. That is the biggest thing. I walk through my life singing <laughs> Glee backgrounds. That and we didn't even do exist. the backgrounds. But they feel like they should be there. Because we had to learn them anyway. That's yes. True. It happens every week, multiple times a week. I will just be, if you see me walking on the street and there's music playing and I'm You're mouthing something, happens. I'm doing the backgrounds. It happens every time when yeah. I see you. 
Because, God, those, some of those background arrangements were incredible. I mean, can you Perfect. honestly listen like to Valerie? Like, if no. you listen to Valerie, no. how are those backgrounds not in there? I know. They... They, they are there. <laughs> <laughs> They're there in my heart. <laughs> What's crazy is, like, you take a perfect... I mean, Valerie by Amy Winehouse and Mark Ronson is a perfect cover, right? Perfect version of that song. Mm-hmm. And then somehow... It's even more, becomes even more perfect. Our version is also really good in a different way. And it's just, yeah. Sometimes I can't believe it. I'm like, those backgrounds. Valerie is so good. It comes Um, up on my playlist a lot. Like this morning playlist I play in our kitchen. And I'm always like, that's the one I'm like, oh, I wish that was the clear version. Every time. I, I will say that another great point in that TikTok from Kelsey is that she was saying at the end of it, like if the song keeps going to the second verse, she'd be like, I don't know that verse because Glee didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> she only knows the TV edits. Oh, and that also funny. happens with me. <laughs> that's funny. I it's love. Real. I like listening to the full Glee songs because the second verse is like always a surprise. I'm like, oh my god, yes. Kevin's singing this. Yeah, agree. <laughs> um, next episode is Asian F. Ah, uh, there's a exciting. lot of great music in it. I forget. I only remember like the Harry stuff and Harry's storyline. So I'm I'm excited to see what else is going on in this. <laughs> Same. I don't. I don't remember. And I. And I don't mean to say that as like a, I'm silly and I forgot. Like, I'm excited to watch No, totally. Because there's a lot of good music. And I'm like, okay, stuff is, stuff's in here. And it's Alfonso. Yeah. Um, Well, all right. We did it. Very exciting. Um, Well, thanks for listening. Thanks. Happy anniversary to everybody who has been listening to us for a whole year now. We're so grateful. Literally we'd be doing this to dead air if you guys weren't here. So thank you. (laughs) And you keep coming back. Let me tell you, we get numbers and things and (laughs) you've been so consistent and supportive and we really, really, really appreciate it. And also all the love and interaction on social media has been great. We love seeing it. Love seeing the enthusiasm. Uh, See you next week. And that's what you really missed. Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.